0: Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of the Crafty Hands Club Podcast, where I talk about all things jewelry making, including tips, ideas, trends, techniques, and so much more. I am your host, Carice Jefferson. Let's jump right into today's episode, which is about fall jewelry and ideas in terms of material selections to try in your jewelry making. And since fall season is it's literally a few days away I think the timing is perfect for the topic just in case there's listeners who don't know this um, fall season is also popular for crafters not only is the weather cooler and the fact that it's darker outdoors sooner than the summer months but more time is actually spent indoors and also uh craft fairs and craft shows uh usually take place between the fall season ending in the spring season but the colder months here in the u.s are very popular among um, crafters plus then there's family time so you know back now that school is back in session uh, homeschool parents or parents that don't homeschool their children they tend to spend uh, more time with the kids working on projects that are uh, school related and parents are always looking for things to engage their kids and then uh, it's a good thing to do for birthday parties that are helped during the fall and winter months as well and then there's the holiday season and there's a couple of holiday season um holidays in the fall season such as halloween you have thanksgiving and you have uh, hanukkah christmas and any other uh holidays that people choose to celebrate so now let's talk about jewelry so back in the day um growing up certain colors being worn during the colder seasons were frowned upon you know so like your neon colors your pastel colors people didn't wear them um during the fall season and then there was certain material that was strictly uh seasonal but now in terms of the jewelry that's being worn today you see those colors that were quote-unquote considered summertime colors or spring colors they're incorporated with basic colors in jewelry so uh, you may see black with a pastel or you may see uh, a cream color with a pastel jewelry is a personal preference so it, it it depends on the person's personality and then there were um there was a stigma in terms of like metal so typically gold was worn during the fall and winter season and then silver was worn in spring and summertime but now both of those metals you see are incorporated in jewelry that people wear all year round so, nowadays, as I said, things are blended and um, depending on where you are. So, for instance, if you live in a warmer climate, such as Florida or California, Hawaii, or you are in another country like Australia or um, some some South American sta- um, countries, or the Caribbean islands, those colors can still be warm because of the uh, climate and then the tropical um, atmosphere. So what if you are not in a warm climate? What if a person's not residing in a country that's warm during the fall and winter months? Or what if someone is traditional, meaning that they stick to the rules, hey, there are certain things I'm only going to wear during the fall and winter season. I know that things can be worn year round, but I just personally don't feel great wearing these things. Well, that's okay, because here's a few materials to consider adding to your jewelry making techniques and the first one i'm going to talk about is leather leather is very popular in the fall season uh, more so than the winter because leather uh, can be cold and uh, depending on how thin or how thick it is that determines when people will wear leather but the cool thing about leather is you can have the real thing or if you're a vegan you can do the fake leather or folks folk leather and it has um variety in terms of jewelry making so there's leather earrings leather can be um made into a necklace could be used as a cuff bracelet leather can also be used as a cord for stringing your beads as well and then if you are familiar with the Cricut machine which is very um, popular among crafters that do the um, vinyl heat transfer you can Um, create a design uh using your phone or your computer and then uh, place the material onto the board of your uh cricut and then uh the pattern is cut from that machine with just a clip click or a tap also um leather can be used in a single design You can also use it in mixed jewelry designs as well. And then uh, in terms of embellishments, such as buttons or beads or um, snaps to uh, incorporate into the leather, you can decide that there's many choices to do that. The next material that you can consider is suede suede pretty much like leather um more most times a little softer um suede could um, tend to show your fingerprints when you work with it so that's something you might want to consider but uh, it really boils down to uh, deciding what type of jewelry you want to make using suede and suede is typically um, found in court selection so you could get a spool of uh, suede and it could be um, combined with other um jewelry types such as bead word and so forth and or it can stand alone, just like leather can. And um, then you can decide on the embellishments as well. A lot of people that like to wear or make Native American style jewelry, they typically use cord to do so. The next thing to uh, think about is metals. So, when it comes to metals you have various types right you have your base metal that's copper brass and nickel and you want to be careful with nickel because a lot of people are allergic to nickel then you have precious metal uh, such as silver gold and platinum there's um stainless steel and titanium those are good alternatives in case you are allergic to knuckle. And then there's gunmetal, which is a uh, coated bronze. And then speaking of bronze, um, that's also a lot in jewelry making and it's pretty much alloy, which uh, consists of copper and zinc. And so uh, metal type jewelry, if you want to um, level up in your technique, if you want to acquire a skill, metalsmith is something that is definitely a recommend, but just know it is a process. The next material is wire, uh, such uh, you've seen it in wire wrapping jewelry uh, from earrings to rings to pendants. Wire can be used to make chains. Uh, There's a variety of gauge types Um, Lowest can go as low as like six or eight gauge all the way up to 30 32 gauge so typically The lower the gauge the thicker the wire and the thinner the wire has the higher gauges Next is resin There's two words when it comes to resin and those are patience and practice. Uh, resin is done through mold or through bezels. And typically the temperature has to be at least 70 degrees. So by it being the fall season and you're indoors is easy to be at 70 degrees indoors. And then there's various types of resin. Um, Most people use Xboxy, which is two parts, and it's the easiest to use. If you are more advanced in resin, there's UV resin. It cures faster and it can dry within a matter of minutes using a UV light and it is more expensive than the xboxy and then there's um another type called polyester but in terms of jewelry making you won't be using polyester um first of all it has a very strong smell and you have to be outside your home or wherever you um create 24 hours at least and usually Polyester resin is used in um, factories use it to make toys so again there are two ways that resin jewelry can be done and that's through molds and you can either use um silicone molds or plastic molds so when you go to a store and you see bakeware and they have those molds or candy molds those can be used to make um, pendants, earrings, and then there's bezels, where you uh, typically see uh, the frame is already there in um, metal, and you just pour uh, the resin into it to uh, form into the shape. What's cool about resin is that you can add a variety of things to it to give it a unique look, to make it personal to your preference. Uh, And that includes glitter, beads, Um, if you are a nature person, you could take uh, pieces from a plant, rocks, or what have you to add to the mix. And then once you cure resin, um, it usually takes about 24 hours minimum to dry. Sometimes it dries in less time, but most times it's at least 24 hours. So now, another idea to incorporate into your uh, jewelry technique is steampunk. Uh, steampunk is tons of fun. <laughs> there is numerous of uh, antique pieces and items that you can find um, anywhere from a swap meet to uh, online, and you can use watch supplies, chains, buttons uh here you can mix metals so you can you may see copper bronze brass silver all in one piece and a lot of steampunk basically is like technology meets industrial revolution so uh, that's just another idea to um, work with next is yarn um there is a huge 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 yarn movement out here um there's crochet jewelry there's knit jewelry and then those two particular um mediums what a lot of people make with those are the necklaces that take on the infinity scarf shape and all you do is just um string yarn and you wrap it and then you braid, you can braid yarn and then wrap that braided yarn around the others and you know, sew or add on a button to it and you got yourself a necklace. You also, um, this also comes in handy for anyone that has children or elders inside the home and you want to make it a family activity this is good to do a good uh, project for that would be um, bangle making so you could take Blank wood bangles and you can wrap um, Whatever color of yarn around it that you prefer and then just glue at the end uh, Not only is it easy and quick, but you can wear it right away another material is t-shirt so think about a cycle recycle so instead of throwing away shirts you no longer can wear how about repurposing them and from that material you can also make an infinity scarf necklace you can also do a french necklace or you can weave uh in and out of chain links uh and this would come in handy for like bracelets or necklaces i wouldn't Recommend earrings too much. And then what's cool about that is you don't need any Tools like pliers. The only thing you pretty much need to work with is scissors And if you want to measure the length uh, measuring tape or you can just um, Figure out what your length is or your desired length and kind of work from there and then also there's felt so uh, felt balls I sold uh, at a variety of stores they come in um, a variety of colors and they can be used to make anything from earrings to uh, part of a bracelet design even a necklace design uh, some people have used them with tassel to give it um an extra uh, touch instead of just having a plain tassel and uh, what's good about felt is that it's lightweight So, fall is a good season to kind of work with help. So, now, I want to invite you to do something. And that's if you have any thoughts or suggestions about the episode, this episode, um, follow Crafty Hands Club on Instagram. And use hashtag CHC Fall Jewelry Ideas. I want to know what are your thoughts? What are your suggestions? What are um, some things that you learn out of this episode? And feel free to tag Crafty Hands Club. Again, that's hashtag CHC Fall Jewelry Ideas. If you want to know more about Crafty Hands Club, visit www.craftyhandsclub.com. Crafty Hands Club provides quick, simple, fun DIY jewelry kits where you can make your own jewelry in five easy steps. Thank you so much for listening to episode two of Crafty Hands Club podcast. Come back to the club and listen anytime.